What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. And let's just say you just say, you know what? Forgive this investment. I'm just going to leave this money in there. And I'm going to leave it in there for 40 years. And I don't like this investment stuff. So I'm not going to put no more money in there. I don't believe in it. You're stupid. But let me show you why you're stupid. If we leave this money in there and we come back 40 years... We never put a dollar on top of this $1,000. We never took nothing out of it. We just let the $1,000 in the left. When we come back 40 years from this initial investment, this is what we're going to see. $53,000 off of a 10% return off of the $1,000. That's good math to me. Yo, what's going on, fam? It's your boy, Anthony Neal. Welcome back to the table. Well, you guys already know, I say this every single Monday. What do we do, you guys? We keep it real, relevant, and relatable right here every Monday, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time from the beautiful city of Nashville, Tennessee. And today, I'm really excited about the show because I'm not going to have a whole bunch of energy. This is going to be a teaching segment. I'm going to bounce back and forth between the table to the whiteboard, back to the table, back to the whiteboard, because I'm going to be breaking down investing today. I think oftentimes we're hearing so many things about, you know, AMC and and cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and all this other kind of stuff, but there's really nothing out there saying, hey, here's where you start 
with investing. Here's what you do to build a solid foundation. So today's show is not going to be, you know, funny. It's not going to be humorous. No, I'm going to give you this knowledge because I want you to be wise on how you spend your money. See, wisdom and knowledge are two, over, two totally different things. Knowledge is what you've learned. Wisdom is how you apply what you learn. <laughs> Let me say that again. Wisdom and knowledge is two different things. Knowledge is what you get Wisdom is how you apply it. So I'm going to give you knowledge. I'm so hopeful that you are wise with the information that you're getting today. Okay? So this is something I'm very, very passionate about because I wish someone would have explained to me the basics of investing 10 years ago. I'm going to keep it a stack with you. I ain't really started investing until about maybe like seven, seven, eight years ago. Um, and I, And I regret that. I wish I would have been out of debt. I wish I would have had a fully funded emergency fund earlier on uh, so I can invest early, early, early. So if you're in the 20s and the young 30s right now, lock in. Get this knowledge and go do what I tell you to do as a matter of fact. I want you to text me right now. Text TABLE to 615-930-3431. 615-930-3431 because I'm going to make sure that I put this information through my private exclusive group. So I want you to lock in because we're about to dive in. So let's start right here. Basic information. What is investing? Such a great question, okay? Investing is putting your money, our money into something and expecting that it will grow over a period of time. Not grow tomorrow, not even grow next week, but grow over a period of time. But I do understand that investing can be confusing because there's a lot of terms out there. So let's talk about some of those basic investing terms and what they mean. And I'm really reading from my computer because I want to make sure that I Follow a system, follow and make sure that I'm very, very clear. So as I'm going down to the computer and coming back up looking at you, if you're watching me on YouTube, just know that I'm really trying to make sure that I am really being super clear. So by the the end of this video, you know where to start and how to start. All right. So what does it mean, AO, to, to buy stock in a company? When we buy stocks... We actually become a part owner of a company. It's like owning a small piece of the AO company if you was to buy a stock, okay? The company takes the money you give them, we give them, and they use it to grow and produce more profit as a company. So buying a single stock can be risky because you don't know if the company is going to manage their money well or not. That's the truth. You don't want all of your retirement money in there. And you want your investments to be balanced and diversified, meaning you spread it out into multiple different places, not just one, but into multiple different places. There are two main ways you can make money from stocks. Here's number one. The first is through dividends, all right? This is like a profit sharing for companies and shareholders. All right. If the company does well and make a profit, they might pay shareholders out 
of that profit, like splitting up a pie and giving everyone a nice slice of that pie. Not all stocks slash companies do this, but some do. And that profit would just go into your investment fund to keep it real with you. Now, the other way is to buy stock and wait for its value to increase. If the company grows and becomes more profitable, their stock will increase in value. You can then sell that stock for much more than you originally paid for it, making a profit. Now, how does your money grow when you invest? I'm going to jump over to the whiteboard, and I'm going to really break this thing down for you. If you're listening on podcasts, continue listening. I'm going to talk this thing on out. But if you want to see the visuals, jump over to my YouTube channel, and you'll see the visuals there. All right, you guys, we're here at the whiteboard. I'm going to break these numbers down for you. But here's the thing. When you invest money, when we invest money, we want to see more money. We want to see growth from our money. This is called compound interest. Compound interest is earning interest on top of interest. So your money keeps growing. It keeps expanding. So let's start with basic math. Basic math. All right. So let's say you start off and you just put $1,000 inside of your investment. So this is $1,000. This is your, I'm going to put I for your initial investment, okay? And let's just say you put this inside of a mutual fund or 401k or whatever, and let's say the return is 10%. We'll put 10% over here. This is the average return that we're seeing. Honestly, we're seeing anywhere between 8 and 12%. So I'm going to go right in the middle and do 10% because I believe when I retire, this is what I'm going to see, 10%. All right, so let's say we're getting a 10% return in one year. This means that our number, our investment is now going to be $1,100, okay? So we just gained $100 for letting $1,000 sit inside of our investment because a 10% return, all right? So the original money plus $100 for letting it sit in that account. We didn't add nothing to it. We didn't do nothing else, all right? So now, the second year, right, our interest, this 10% is going to go off of this number, the $1,100. So this simply means, okay, follow me here. I want you to pay attention. I want you to pay attention. This means we're going to see a return of $1,210 because it is 10% that came right here on top of the $1,100. So two years later, we invested $1,000. We let it sit there. We didn't add nothing to it. Now it's worth $1,210 because of the 10% return uh, that we're getting. Now, I get it. Let's be real. Is this a lot of money? No. But remember I said, we built wealth long-term. We built wealth over time. Now, Let's just say, for an example, you got tired. And let's just say you just say, you know what? Forgive this investment. I'm just going to leave this money in there. And I'm going to leave it in there for 40 years. And I don't like this investment stuff. So I'm not going to put no more money in there. I don't believe in it. You're stupid. But let me show you why you're stupid. You see, here's the thing, okay? Here's the thing. If we leave this money in there and we come back 40 years, we never put a dollar on top of this $1,000. We never 
took nothing out of it. We just left the thousand dollars in the left. When we come back 40 years from this initial investment, this is what we're going to see. $53,000 off of a 10% return off of the $1,000. That's good math to me. I suggest I teach invest 15%. The average person will invest more than $1,000 if you're doing 15% of your income. So this simply means you're going to have way more money than $53,000. But do you see what just happened by just putting $1,000 and investing that into a good mutual fund, maybe to a good 401k, into a good IRA? Do you see exactly what could happen? This is how millionaires are building their wealth. They're investing wisely and they're allowing compound interest to become their best friend. They're breaking up with Sally Mae and they're marrying compound interest. That's what I'm doing. Let's go back over to the table and finish this conversation. So welcome back to the table, you guys, your boy, Anthony O'Neill. And today we're talking about the basics of investing. Investing 101. Investing for dummies, because we all could be dumb in this area. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real with you. I know I was, and I'm going to be real with you too. I'm still learning the game. I am not an expert, expert in this field. I'm a student expert. Put it like that. I'm always learning. And what I'm learning, I'm just bringing that knowledge back to you. I'm going to give you this knowledge that I'm getting. And I hope that you use it in a wise way. So let's keep the conversation going. What, what are the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, and the NASDAQ? I get this question asked all the time in my comments on this show, in my Instagram. So listen, let's break it down. These are all indexes that give a quick summary of how the market is doing, all right? Think of an index as a measuring stick. It helps you know whether markets are growing or declining, okay? The S&P 500 is an index that mirrors how the 500 largest companies Publicly traded companies are performing. The companies uh, that make up the S&P are diversified and range from healthcare companies to information, technology, to real estate companies, okay? You recognize names like Apple. Hello, Apple. Google. You can Google people. <laughs> Johnson & Johnson, etc. The S&P is widely looked at to be the best single gauge of the market. Now, the Dow Jones industry average monitors about 30 big companies like Apple, Disney, Caterpillar, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is the real deal. Now, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie to you. They, they, they in my portfolio. I ain't going gonna, I ain't, I ain't gonna, to lie to you. All right? So the NASDAQ follows over 3,000 stocks in tech space. Like, guess what? Netflix, Zoom, Facebook. Now, you know, Facebook owns Instagram. And of course, Amazon. So when you hear the Dow is up or the NASDAQ is down, you get the pulse of how the major companies in our country are performing. So let's just, I wanna, I wanna pause right here. I wanna make sure you get me. When you hear that the NASDAQ is down, that means companies like Netflix, Zoom, Facebook, and Amazon may not be doing as well. 
as all those 3,300 stocks, they're actually going down. Now, let's say, for example, you hear the Dow Jones is up. This means Apple, Disney, Coca-Cola, and some other companies are actually doing very well. But if we hear the Dow Jones is down, this means that those companies are not doing as well. So I really want to make sure that you get exactly what I'm saying. Now, let's keep this thing going. I'm moving slow. I'm being articulate. I'm making sure that you get exactly what I am saying because I want you to get this information. So when you get done listening to uh, this podcast or watching this on YouTube, I want you to start investing if you are debt-free and you got a fully funded emergency fund because this will make you a multimillionaire by the time you retire. So, Anthony, what is an index fund? Who does, oof, who this is a good question right here. I'm so glad that y'all asked me this. An index fund is a type of investment designed to mirror the performance of the stock market or a particular index of the market. So, for an example, if you invested into S&P 500 fund, again, these are the top 500 publicly traded companies, you'll be using money to buy little pieces of all 500 companies that the index represents, all right? This is balanced and diversified. You can expect the same rate of return or profit that the S&P 500 produces, rain or shine. <laughs> no cloud or clouds. You understand what I'm saying? Index funds have a couple of advantages. They are naturally diversified, meaning you don't put all of your eggs into one basket. You're not putting all of your money into just one company. Also, they tend to have lower expense ratios. But they do have some disadvantages. I'm going to keep it real with you, okay? They are passive investments, meaning that you don't have a professional managing the account, okay? They are basically investments accounts on autopilot. You're going up or you're going down. Also, index funds predictably follow the market, but they won't ever beat the market. And that's okay. If you want to maximize your profit, you should invest in mutual funds. So, I got you. Well, Ayo, you just said index funds, but it sounds like I want to look into mutual funds. What are mutual funds? I like that question. <laughs> like we said before, when you own stock in a company, you have a partial ownership in that singular company. If you put all of your retirement money into single stock, that's very risky. I do not. Let me repeat this again. I do not want you to do that. But... When it comes to mutual funds, investor pools their money together to buy lots of different stocks. When you invest your money in mutual funds, a fund manager oversees that money and allocates it for you into a variety of stocks. And this is why I love mutual funds. If one stock isn't doing so well, another one might be doing really good. So it lowers our risk. Our, yours, and mine, because we're doing this thing together. Mutual funds are managed by investment professionals or a team of professionals under a fund manager. So you can feel confident knowing there's a pro in your corner helping you make the wise decisions with your hard-earned money. Historically speaking, the S&P won't give you as much bang for your buck as a good mutual fund. I had to put that in there. 
So, everyone right now is talking about cryptocurrency, okay? And everyone's been asking me, what's your thoughts on cryptocurrency? Let's just break this down, okay? Investing into cryptocurrency is different than investing into stocks and mutual funds. Let me say this again. Investing into cryptocurrency is not the same as investing into mutual funds and stocks. Cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, etc., you name it, are just simply digital assets people use as investments and for online purchases. What we're doing here is we're exchanging real dollars to buy coins or tokens of a certain kind of cryptocurrency. So, you use it just like real money, to be honest with you, all right, at places that accept it as a form of payment. And you can sell crypto at a profit. Basically, it's worth whatever people are willing to pay for. Bottom line. Now, do I recommend investing into cryptocurrency? Here's my thing. Cryptocurrency is, is unstable and has a lot of unknowns. And I have a problem with investing a lot of my money or even a good portion of my money into something that is unknown, that is unproven. So I definitely do not recommend putting a ton of money in there because we never know what may happen. We really can't gauge what could happen. Hey, just a few months ago, we saw what could happen. Everyone lost a lot of Money. It kind of reminds me of like gambling. There's no proven rate of return. You can hit big, but more than likely, you're going to hit and lose real big. So my personal opinion on this is if you have your money under control, and when I say you have your money under control, you are 100% out of debt. You have a fully funded emergency fund of three to six months. You are investing 15% of your income into a 401k with the match or a Roth 401k or a traditional 401k. You've maxed out your Roth IRA that's invested inside of a, or that's invested into a growth stock mutual fund or a traditional um, IRA. You are maxed out with your SA saves. You really have all of your money in a stable place. You're investing into your kid's college fund. You even have your mortgage paid off. If you have a solid, 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 I'm going to keep saying this, solid foundation, and you say, you know what, I got $200 I just want to splurge on, I got 200, 300 bucks. Say, you know what? Instead of for me buying a nice pair of shoes this year, I'm going to go put it inside a cryptocurrency. You know what? To be real with you, I'm cool with that. I really am cool with that. And to be honest with you all, on my show, because I keep it real, I've done that. Because I can't sit here and tell you all not to do something and tell you all it's not working. And I actually haven't tried it myself. And I'm going to be real with you. Have I made some money in a cryptocurrency? Yes. But have I lost some money? Yes. Yes. So I'm coming to you from a real deal. So what I'm telling you is I can't sit here and tell you, oh, invest in the cryptocurrency and you're going to become a millionaire. I can't do that. I can tell you invest 15 percent of your gross income into proven mutual funds and stocks and you will become a millionaire by paying off your debt and investing that money. I can guarantee you that over a period of time, you will become a millionaire. So be wise in this area, okay? Be wise. So what is the best way to invest your retirement? 
Once you're out of consumer debt, and I say consumer debt because this means all debt excluding your mortgage, and yes, your student loans are consumer debt, you guys. Okay? I don't believe in the whole term of good debt, bad debt. I believe debt is debt. Debt is debt. Student loans, debt. Credit card with 0% interest, debt. Car loan, 0% interest, debt. If you owe anybody any money, you are in debt. Now, the only debt that I am okay with, check this out. I didn't say good debt. I said the only debt I'm okay with is your mortgage. So once you pay off all of your consumer debt, you're going to have three to six months in a fully funded emergency fund, and you should be investing 15% of your household income. The company you work for may offer a 401k program. A 401k is an investment vehicle that allows you to put your money into mutual funds. The great thing about 401ks is that it's a huge, big old tax advantage. With With the traditional 401k, you don't have to pay taxes on it until after you take it out when you retire. Say this again. Traditional 401k or a traditional 401k or a traditional IRA, you don't pay any taxes, okay? But you do pay taxes when you go to pull the money out. That means your money is growing until retirement, including the portion you eventually owe in taxes. Bottom line, that's what it means. Now, the other type of 401k is a Roth 401k. With this one is you pay taxes now, but you get to take money out tax-free. So this means that when you get paid, they already took out the taxes. Before they paid you, after they took out the taxes, they put the money inside of their Roth 401k. So this means as you're with the company and if your money grows, let's say by $50,000, you get your money plus another $50,000. Well, you don't have to pay taxes on your money or the $50,000. It's tax-free because you've already paid your taxes. This means your money is compounding, 100% tax-free. So anytime you see Roth, get excited and take advantage of that option. Here's an example of how a 401k works, and we're going to jump over to the whiteboard because I really want you to see these numbers. So again, if you're listening to this on the podcast, Jump over to YouTube so you can see the numbers and follow with us. All right, you guys. So here's an example of how a 401k works. So, I, you know, I know my audience. I know my tribe. The average person that watches me is 33 years old, okay? All right. So I'm going to talk to you all, all right? So let's say, for an example, you're a 33-year-old and you're watching this today. You make, on average, $58,000 a year. That's what the average 33-year-old makes. So if you are investing 15%, okay, 15% of your income into a 401k, all right, uh, you can do the gross, all right? Here's the thing. You're going to be investing from 33 down to 65 years old, all right? So if you're making $58,000, this means that you should be investing $8,700 a year into your 401k. If you do this, 
from the ages 33 years old to 65 years old. Let me show you the math. And for those of y'all listening on the podcast, boy, I wish you could see my face right now. <laughs> if you just simply invest invest $8,700 every single year from the ages 33 to 65 years old, you're going to have, I'm writing this real big, $2 million in your investment. 40 years of just doing it right, living below your means, investing 15% of your income into a 401k, you will have $2 million. Now, listen, here's the thing. These are some low numbers. I'm giving you, on average, a 10% return. Um, On average, we're seeing anywhere between 10 and 12, to be honest. But if you can focus on just doing the basic stuff, you have a guaranteed $2 million. Now, if you get creative and you go out there and you do any type of um, real estate or any type of starting a business, yeah, you're going to have more wealth. But this is the basic, basic thing. I get excited about retirement calculators. Me and my video guy was just talking about it. I love going on there and just talking and just typing in numbers. Well, what if I get creative and I put this over there and put this over there? Can I, how much money? And I see the numbers just fluctuate. I get excited about the basic Simple things. So listen, from 33 to 65 years old, after 32 years, if you just do the simple math, you will be a multimillionaire. You will have $2 million plus in your investments. Yo, fam, I need you to stop what you're doing right now and take out your cell phone and pay attention for the next 20 seconds. Listen, my team and I have created an exclusive private group, and I want you to be a part of it. You see, I am determined to help you become successful. When I say successful, I want to make sure that you identify and determine what success means for you. But there's four key areas that you need to focus on. That's your network. That's your network. That's your mindset that's rooted from a spiritual perspective. And what I'm going to be doing is every single week, sending out exclusive content, sending out behind the scene footage, sending out some encouraging uh, text messages to help you get to your goals, to help you get out of debt, to help you build wealth, to help you even date properly, because you and I both need some help with that, okay? (laughs) All y'all married people, I'm praying with you, pray for me too, you know? But at the end of the day, we want to help you become successful. So what I want you to do right now is text TABLE to 615-930-3431. Again, that's 615-930-3431. I want you to text TABLE to that number. I promise you, I want to help you become successful. So stop what you're doing right now, text the number, and then get back over to the show. If you're watching on Instagram, just keep scrolling on down and follow your boy. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill, and I approve this message. Yo, welcome back to the table, you guys. Your boy, Anthony O'Neill, and you guys already know we're keeping it real, relevant, and relatable. And today, we're just keeping it real. We're keeping it very real. I'm just taking us to basic investing school. That's it. Nothing fancy, nothing fun, but I'm giving you the knowledge so that you can be wise with your money after you get this knowledge. I told you this earlier. Wisdom and knowledge are two totally different things. Knowledge is what we learn. Wisdom is, is, is what we do with the information that we've learned. I hope that by the end of today's show, that you're going to leave here better understanding how to invest, where to invest. The next best option after a 401k is a Roth 
IRA. You can do this without an employer. You want to contribute here if you've maxed out your 401k and haven't hit that 15% of your income, or if you're self-employed or don't have an option or access to a 401k. Then if you still haven't hit the 15% of your income, go back to your 401k and invest the remaining money there. Now, another benefit your company might offer is an HSA. This is called Health Savings Account. Ooh, I love these, okay? Don't sleep on this one, you guys. Hear me clearly. Do not sleep on your HSA, your health savings account. This is a tax advantage savings account that can help you pay for medical expenses 100% tax-free. Let me say this again. Tax advantage savings account that can help you pay for your medical, for your dental, for your, your anything you need, your medicine, There's a lot of things you can take care of on the medical side of this thing, 100% tax-free. It's like an extra emergency fund, but for your medical expenses. I love this. You see, your HSA acts like a savings account at first and earns interest just like a normal savings account does. Now, with an option of investing that money later. So some health savings accounts let you invest that money in mutual funds Right away, 100% right away. It depends on how your company offers it, though. Investing your HSA funds and letting that money grow over a long haul can help you start building up enough savings to cover your medical expenses during retirement. Right now, the average retired couple needs about $300,000 or more saved up just for their health care costs. So why not take advantage of putting a little bit in now to your HSAs now when you're young? So this way, when you get older, you already have another account just for your medical that doesn't come from your 401ks, your IRAs, and anything else you may have invested into it. That money is simply going to earn interest and grow 100% tax-free in that account. You can use the HSA to pay for qualified medical expenses. If you take out money for anything other than medical expenses, I got to let you know this up front. Before you turn 65, you could be hit with some major penalties. So when you start this account, you are investing into your medical account. Prime example, I had a major uh, dental surgery a couple of years ago, and I was able to use my HSA account. Wow, it saved me money. It saved me money, and I was able to use that and, and save on the taxes. Thank you to IRS for helping me pay and get my teeth right. <laughs> now, once you turn 65, your HSA acts like your traditional IRA. At that point, you can take out money for anything you want, but you'll pay taxes on it when you do. Regardless, this is a great option if you already are investing 50% into your 401k or an IRA. Now, here's something that's very, very important. Dial in, okay? Dial in. Your HSA is not a part of your initial 15% investment towards retirement. If you want to invest more than 15% of your income, your HSA is where you can do that. Make those funds a line item in your budget. I do the same thing within my budget. So this is not a baby step one or two move. This should happen after After you have already paid off all your debt, started investing 15% of your income, if you have extra money you want to invest, 
is not a part of your 15%, but it's an additional to that. And you can do both at the same time. So the mass contribution in 2021 is $3,600 for an individual. And then for a family, it is $7,200. So pretty much it doubles, all right? So I know this was a lot of information. I'm tired of talking. (laughs) But I really felt led to spend some time uh, to where this is not a fun, engaging, make you laugh, you know, video. But every now and then, you guys, I need to spend some time and just give you the proper knowledge and the proper information so you can make the right decision when it comes to your money. And if you're in your 20s, you need to rewatch this video and you need to go ahead and start investing. I wish I can go back to 22, 20 years old, 18 years old and avoid some of the pitfalls that I made with my money and start investing earlier on. But if you're 45, 50 years old watching this, yo, it's never too late. But right now you need to buckle down. Right now you need to go watch this thing three, four times. Right now all of us need to take this very serious because do not forget that the caliber of our financial future will be determined by the financial choices we make today. Don't look for these get-rich-quick schemes. Don't look for these things that, oh, man, if you invest into this, you'll make a million dollars. Listen, that's not the story for not even 2% of the people in the world. Is it happening out there for 1% of the people? It is. I ain't going here in front. But for 98.5% of the people, they are building wealth by making the right decisions and trusting and being consistent and determined over a longer period of time. So that's what we talked about today. That's what I'm doing. Now, am I getting creative? Am I going out there, getting into real estate and getting into land with, with my extra money? Absolutely. But the foundation is covered first. And I want you to do that as well. So today was a good day. Come back next week. We're going to have another dope show. We're going to go back to laughing. We're going to go back talking about how do we become successful? How do we build our network, our net worth, our mindset, our spiritual walk? I got something special for you next week. So I'm going to see you next Monday, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. But I'm going to tell you right now, share this video with someone. Share this on Instagram. Share this on YouTube. Share this on Facebook. Let's help people understand the basics of investing. This is a foundation that everyone needs to know. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill. And I'm going to see you next week. Peace out. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration. And Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.